College Sportscast, and we are presented by the Fanboys. joining us in five four three two and and i'm back (laughs) (laughs) welcome to college sports cast i've got jason harrison with me tonight what's up jason what's up what's up brad how's the week been hey the week been weekend (laughs) <laughs> i know my day my day today's been crazy like i've been it was off the rails for a little while i had to get it back on track hey i like that i normally say hey trying to keep this thing in the road That's yeah it. man and, and, and the over road. the weekend so my car messed up over the weekend my ride messed up um but i got so lucky you have no idea so i was at I was at a music fest, okay? I was working. I was doing bluegrass prads. I was at a music fest, and I was working, and I'm pulling a trailer and everything, and my car messes up, and I'm, I've got a trailer there, you know, and everything. So this music fest had a campground that was next to it, okay? And I'll tell you a quick story about all this. Yes, had a, yes. This music fest had a campground that was next to it, okay? And half of these people that are coming to this music fest was camping out over there. Mm-hmm. So... My car messes up, and a guy, just a random dude that I had no idea who he was, comes down from the campground and says, hey, man, I've got a mobile mechanic coming out to work on, on, work on my truck. Would you want me to send him down here to you? And I'm like, you've got a mobile mechanic coming here, coming out here? And he said, yes, yeah, I do. I said, he's going to be here in, in an hour or so. And when he's done with mine, I'll send him down so he can look at yours if you want me to. And I'm like, that's totally awesome, dude. Like, you know what I mean? So he he worked on this guy's stuff to like 4.30 or whatever. And then he worked. I mean, he he rushed till dark. So my alternator went out. Gotcha. That's what was wrong with my vehicle. It wasn't crazy stuff. My alternator went out. Mm-hmm. And so he worked on mine for like three hours, sitting on the ground. You know what I mean? Not up at it, you know, and 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 got my alternator out and fixed my vehicle that night. Boy. Boy. <laughs> I was like, I was like. Okay, so I was so mad because my car messed up and everything. I don't know how I'm getting this trailer home, you know, and everything. So I'm trying to get, you know, get the trailer set up and get to work and everything. And just this random guy that just being a good Samaritan comes down and says, hey, man, I've got a mobile mechanic coming out. Do you want 
his help. And I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> and that means you've been putting some good synergy out in the world. And yeah, you've man. Doing, you've fighting. been doing some good, man, because I'm a firm believer every yeah. for a reason. Because your yeah. car was supposed to stop exactly where it was. Had you went any further or anywhere, anywhere else, anywhere yeah. else, you just would have been stranded trying to call yeah. someone to come get yeah, you. Yeah, like tow trucks. You. Everybody, you know, that's like, you know, tow trucks. I would have had a yes. trailer stuck somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, it gets fixed right there that evening. I was yeah. like, holy cow. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying it. All of what's been going on the last three days has been bad, okay? There's been some good stuff, too, happen, but it's just been crazy. I mean, just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glad you're not stuck on the side of the road and you got to worry about doubling back and getting your trailer and things of that nature. So, man, Yeah, man. You know, and having tow, you know, it's it costs to – have something. I mean, I was in another, I went to another town over, you know, I, I, I had no idea where I was going to take it except for try to bring it back here, you know? Wow. Right. So Glad you made it back. Glad you made it back. Anyways, safe and sound. I know that was a story that everybody probably didn't want to hear, but uh, welcome but, to the sports cast. But it's so relatable. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it was, you know, it was, it was terrible luck, but at the same time, awesome luck to be where I was, when I was, and to have somebody with such a, uh, a generous jester, you know, come out of the blue that I didn't know from. I still don't know the guy's name. Not the guy who actually come down from the campground. Great deal. Great deal. You know, so. Anyways, I've had some good stuff and bad stuff, and I hope everybody else has had mostly good stuff happen uh, since we last been on the show. Um, that was Thursday. I did a, a show solo, Jason, on Thursday. Did I did the show. I did. I carried the show, and I think I did okay. I believe. I'm not sure, but I tried to. Uh, and if you're carrying the show by yourself. For the full length? Did you go the full length or did you cut I did. It? I did go the full length of the show. So, so what are you saying, man? Listen, that that's a remarkable feat in itself. You know how hard it is to talk to yourself? Well, <laughs> for an hour and a half. half. Well, you know how hard it is? You got to be borderline yeah. crazy. To an hour and a half. I don't know what you're saying. I'm not saying anything, but you had a job to do. That's the difference. You had a job to do to try to get it done, and you did. Now, some people, you know, some people do, you know, for whatever reason, can talk to themselves for about five minutes, maybe 10 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, but an hour and a half. Man, look here. I, I wish we had the clapper somewhere. You deserve a round of applause. Yeah. It was, you know, for a little while I thought, well, so then I found a few topics and I don't know. I, I made it through. So, uh, but so on Thursday, when I was here, I did the Super Regionals preview show um, and went through each one. There was 16 teams remaining in the field and went through each one. And um, 
tried to give a prediction for each one as well. And uh, we'll get to how those went in just a minute. But right now I've got up on the screen to our right, our Linktree page. And if you scan that QR code, it'll take you straight to our Linktree page. This is Linktree for College Sportscast. And it will allow you to go and see everything that we do and offer. Um, you can go to our Defanboys page. You can go to um, – did you just hear a, a noise? <laughs> anyway, I, I thought I heard a little ding, but then there's nobody there. All right, so you can go to our Linktree page. You can, you can find out everything we do. We got uh, – go to our Defanboys page. You can go to our True Victory page. Uh, for shopping, use the fanboys code. You can find our TikTok and our Instagram and our Twitter and um, everything that we do. Facebook page, YouTube. Go there and check us out. We would appreciate it. You can scan that QR code to the right of the screen. Or you can find us at Linktree slash College Sportscast. All right. I appreciate that, guys. Now, we'll get to some uh, baseball talk and do some super regional coverage. So we'll start with <clears throat> Indiana State was at TCU. This is the one, Jason, I think I was telling you about last week where Indiana State had the Special Olympics and it was going to be at TCU instead of at Indiana State. Yeah, and and I was telling you about this. So TCU did win this series. I did pick TCU in this series. Um, their bats are just really hot, and uh, getting that extra advantage to do it at home over the one seed Indiana State. Um, was probably a big deal, and TCU wins that series fairly handily. So um, they did advance to the College World Series this weekend. So congrats to see TCU advancing to the College World Series. And then at the bottom there, we have Duke and Virginia played each other, two ACC schools. Duke did win the first game. Um, and it's a best two out of three series. Duke won the first game. Virginia has been highly ranked all year. I think they were ranked around six or seven towards the end of the year in the last poll there. Um, and Duke's been kind of hot as of the last two or three weeks um, and, and really played well the last two or three weeks. And they won game one at Virginia. But Virginia – did come back and win games two and three and make the College World Series. Hey, not only that, but I think we talked about it for a minute. It could be some surprises. And lo and behold, Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. That's, I, I that's, think, that's, I think that, we, we talked about it. That's the next look, one look, on my look, screen. Look that. Yeah, that's the next one on my screen. Yeah. yeah lo and behold. Yeah. Lo and behold. Um, Old Roberts was a four seed 
in their region, in the region. They make it to the super region. There had only been eight um, four seeds ever make it to the super regional. Okay. Um, and they went out to Oregon, Spokane. Tough place. Tough place to play now on the road. Anywhere on the road is really tough. Yeah. Anyway, it can't, can't like we, and I'm a double back. What you and they lost, if I'm not mistaken, they lost game one. They did. They did. They did. And so they had to come back and win two in a row. Yes. On they the road. On the, on the road, road. They lost road. game one in Oregon and then had to come back. And win game two just to get to game three. Hey, man, that's, that's mental toughness, Brad. And then, and then they did. They got to game three and beat Oregon two in a row on the road and um, are headed to the College World Series. Now, I do know at least two or three of those other teams made it. There was one that won the whole thing. That was 2008 at Fresno State. Mm. They were a four seed, and they won the whole tournament. That's what Oral Roberts is going to try to do, at least get to their a chance to do that this weekend. Um, so, Oral Roberts advanced to the College World Series. And then at the bottom of the screen there, we had South Carolina and Florida and Florida was just a little bit too much for South Carolina. Florida's been good all year. You know, they have. If you go fifty and fifteen, yeah. you know, you, you win fifty games. That's that's quite a remarkable feat. That's just that's the barometer of you being a, a good team in college. Yeah, college and Florida Florida was ranked at the end of the season. They were ranked number two in the in the country. So I mean, they they were number two for a reason. South Carolina. Earlier in the season was a top five team, but they had had a few injuries and had kind of fallen off that, fallen off that um, since then. But they, you know, they lost um, game one, I believe, like five to nothing or something like that. And then, then they never really. Um, Florida was just too much for them, to be quite honest with you. They won both, won both games. Matter of fact, Florida was the first team to win, you know, two games and advance to the College World Series this past wow. weekend. Wow. They they were the first team to advance. Um, <clears throat> then we go to Alabama played at Wake Forest. And Wake Forest was just way, way too much. They beat Alabama 22 to 5 in one game. I mean, just killing the ball <laughs> when you can score 22 runs in a baseball game. Um, right. And it it just wasn't much of a series, to be honest with you. Alabama in the second game, I believe, come back and tried to make somewhat of a series out of it, but it just wasn't a whole lot. Wake Forest looks like – they are a team to be wrecking with with in the College World Series. I really think they're going to um, have a shot. So they advance. And then we go to Tennessee and Southern Miss. This is the one that was played in Hattiesburg. 
Ah, there we go. <laughs> ah, I said it right. <laughs> They're the one that was played in Hattiesburg, and there's a little bit of controversy. Tennessee thought it should be at their house, and it and chosen at Southern Miss. Again, we yeah. talked about this last week. I don't really know if it was a accommodation problem or, or what the deal was, uh, but there's other things that go into consideration for host of these sites as well. What's up, Tino? We got Tino in with us from the Real Fresh channel. He's in with a group of the Real Fresh channel. Tino is. So what's up, Tino? I appreciate you all with us. All right. So we're talking Tennessee and Southern Miss. This game went on to Monday. It was postponed like twice. Um, Monday night, and holy cow, like it was late, late, late. I know it was like midnight, and they were in like the third inning. Um, the game had that the game had to be played. It had to yeah. be played. And and when I woke up yesterday, no, today, yeah, because they played Monday, yeah. When I when I woke up today, I, Tennessee had won five to nothing. So Tennessee advanced to the College World Series. We got Josh Hart on with us. Hey, what's up, Josh? I appreciate you being on with us. What's going on, Josh? Um, so Tennessee advances to the College World Series, making three SEC teams in the final eight. You have LSU, and you have Florida, and you have Tennessee. LSU and Tennessee are playing each other to start out with. They're matching up and playing each other to start out with. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in just a minute. But I just wanted to point that out, that, that they were playing each other. Hey, you're Kentucky. All right, hey. get to Kentucky. <laughs> I was about to say. Your Kentucky yep. Wildcats put up a good fight. They I, put up a good fight. Then we're going to get to Kentucky and LSU. And there was a huge controversy that happened on Saturday in this series. So the game was, was delayed twice Saturday because – there was potential of weather, okay? Not because a storm was happening, not because lightning was near, not because rain was heavy or nothing like that. The, the sky was actually clear and blue, and they just didn't play, and they postponed the game. Twice, and I'm not talking about for 30 minutes. The first time it was postponed for five hours. Then the second time it was postponed for another two hours. All right. It was a bit, it was a pretty big controversy. Um, they finally did. The game was supposed to be played at two o'clock our time. It was finally started around nine o'clock our time, Central Time. Seven hours later, and Kentucky did start their Zach Lee, their top pitcher, 
And after all the delays and everything, it just didn't go good. LSU has possibly one of the best offensive lineups in the country. I said that before. They do. Um, they they killed the ball. They won 14 to nothing on Saturday night late when the game was supposed to be played at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Then on <clears throat> Sunday, Kentucky put up a fight, and it was 5-3 to three going into the eighth, and LSU put – Put across uh, a few insurance runs, and and Kentucky couldn't finish the game out, um, and got beat eight to three. Uh, but I'm listen. I'm very very happy and proud. Kentucky won forty games in baseball this year. They went forty and twenty one, counting those two losses. They were forty and nineteen going in, and uh, Kentucky should be Kentucky fans should be should be very proud of the team that they had this year, and you got to tip your cap to LSU, man. They just you, – you, you've got some players on that team. Uh, Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens and Tommy Tanks. And, I mean, you know, they, they just – they you got some players on that team that are going to be very, very high Major League Baseball draft picks, I can promise you, in a little over a month or something around a month. A hundred percent. I wanted to say that, and I'm glad you got through that. Man, the Kentucky Wildcats actually put up a good fight. Unfortunately, like you just said, and like my guy uh, Joshua, hey, unfortunately, it was a little bit of controversy and a little delay. And I don't know if anybody knows anything about delays. That can kill momentum that you have. And I think Kentucky was having some good momentum. And whoever it may be, the powers that be say, no, 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 no. And let's just wait. And it really benefited the LSU. It really benefited Absolutely. LSU. I mean, them being at home and their home park, everything yeah. else, them having – I mean, Kentucky was, was definitely going to be in an uphill battle anyway. And to get in that mindset and the mind frame that we're going out this afternoon – and then to have it delayed twice when clear blue skies is going on because of weather, mm-hmm. it's just – I don't know. And I actually spoke to an LSU podcast and told him it was a little crazy that this has happened. And, you know, he said he was there. He said that it was an NCAA call, that it was not an LSU call. So I do want to point that out. Um, that that he says, and he's an ex-player, okay? So he won back-to-back championships, matter of fact, yes. um, with LSU, baseball player. I'm not talking about football or none of that. He, he's a baseball player. Um, 96, 97, 97, 98. I can't remember the exact years, but it's back-to-back years. Um, he was a pitcher. Uh, for them then anyway. So, and he runs a podcast called 60 Feet, Six Inches podcast, which is the mound. He's a pitcher um, from the plate. So, um, check him out. He's been on my show. He was a guest on our show one time. Chris Demoy is his name. Um, he's a great dude. Had, had fun with him. 
Um, I just had to go and, and talk a little bit, you know, try to understand exactly what was going on because it, it seemed like it was BS. I mean, I'm with Josh. It, it seemed like it was BS that they were postponing this game like they was for weather when there was no sign of weather in the area. I mean, baseball games get canceled or are postponed for rain all the time or for weather. I'm not yeah. saying that's strange, but what is really strange is when there's no weather going on, why are you postponing the game? I don't I don't get it. Hey, you got Joshua Hart. <laughs> yeah. And that's how most – I mean, honestly, that's how most Kentucky fans felt about it. But like I said, I did talk to Chris. He's an ex-LSU player. He runs a podcast. And he was there, and he says that the these calls to delay the game were the NCAA and that LSU and their fans were upset – as well, yeah, and didn't understand exactly what was going on and why it was being that, done that way too. Right. But no, I, nevertheless, the show must go on. And unfortunately, your Kentucky Wild LSU goes to the College World Series. Yeah. They beat Kentucky. Like I said, I'm going to tip my cap. They're a better team. It was going to be an uphill battle. Yeah. I know that. Um, I just wanted to at least discuss the the controversy in that series. And then late last night, the last game uh, was Texas and Stanford. And Texas took a late lead, and Stanford come back in dramatic style and won last night by one run. Home game for Stanford, right? Yep. It was a home game so for them. And they come back. Yeah, they come back in late fashion, dramatic fashion, and win. uh, I want to say it was seven to six or eight to seven or something like that. I seen. And and I like to say home field, home field, home court, in whatever sport is an advantage. You get juiced playing in front in a familiarity playing in front of your particular fan. And so I want to double back. Like, it was very, very unfortunate that Indiana State couldn't do that. Yeah, you it know, was unfortunate for Indiana State. Because I feel like, you know, they would have played their best ball at home. In front of the, in front of the yeah. home fans, in, home and, you know, in that okay. crowd yeah. and stuff. It, it definitely makes a difference. Yeah, it it yeah. makes a difference. It makes a difference. You, you can see it in every level. Baseball fans are right there on the field. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're yeah. they're they're just fifty feet away from the action. You know. One one thing about baseball that I do love is that especially in college, it still gives you that uh high school little league feeling. Yeah. Because you're right there. Well, I mean, even even you go to a, a, a minor league game and it does. It's really the same way. Other than yeah. the pro other than the big show, other than the yeah. show. Yeah. Where you know you you know you have these huge you know right. uh, baseball. But if you go to a minor field, league stadium, it gives you that yeah. feel too. Most it of the time, it gives you that feel. It gives you that yeah. feel, and so that's why I I'm not gonna lie. I love watching. I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, 
I will be in Orlando and I will actually be at the bar watching college baseball. Because look at it, it's nothing else on TV to watch right now. No, no, no. So this weekend, on on Friday, the College World Series will begin on Friday. Um, I will be set up the games. So all Roberts is playing TCU. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This again will be in Omaha. This won't be home or, or all that. These these games are played in Omaha, Nebraska. This they're going to the College World Series in Omaha. So uh, Old Roberts plays TCU on Friday. Virginia plays Florida. That is number seven versus number two in rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the Friday games. And then Saturday games, number eight, Stanford plays number one, Wake Forest. And then Tennessee plays number five, LSU, on Saturday. Now, this is a double elimination tournament out of the eight games, or eight teams. I'm sorry. And the two that are left standing that does not have two losses goes on to the College World Series final the next week. The next weekend. And that's a best two out of three series. Hey, and that's that's not I, like I said. I will be not this weekend. So the next two weekends, you got this weekend coming up. Um, will be the eight teams um, vying to get to the final, gotcha. and then gotcha. and then the next weekend will be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think it's, I think it's it might be Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, I believe it is Saturday, Sunday, Monday, now that I think about it. Um, then that will be the uh, finals, College World Series finals. So you, you take the top two teams out of this, and they make it to the finals. And like I said, this is a double elimination. So you don't go home if one of these teams lose the first game on, you know, on Friday or Saturday, the ones I just set up. Okay, so I, I thought he went into the last weekend of June. I thought the championship. It does. It's so this. It's like the twenty. Oh, it's still like the twenty sixth or something like that. That that Monday would be the twenty sixth, I believe. I'm looking at it right now because I was like last year. I remember this time. Yeah, yeah it's it's like the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth or something like that. Okay. Is the uh, is the is the finals mm, okay yeah because last year i was yeah i think it was 26 27 i was watching old men win last year yeah so i was i was at the bar watching and yeah old miss I, was in it last year yeah yeah yeah, yeah we, we won it you know it's, yeah 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 you know, i, I, I know you we, i know you were probably that. watching that yeah <laughs> yeah hey listen now you you, you gotta you, you gotta count them victories when you can especially coming out the sec now Especially, hey, you know, 
Listen, any title that you can win in any sport is an accomplishment. I think LSU. I don't I care. LSU might be. LSU you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, if I was picking favorites right now, I pick LSU, Wake Forest, and Florida as the three teams that that are likely to get close and be there. You know what I mean? Like now, only two can make it, but the now, if I'm picking, if I'm picking a dark horse, then I might pick Old Roberts. That's the dark horse. Hey, listen, I'm. I'm going to look on those eyes, and I might place a wager. Yeah, I on mean, Oral Roberts. You know, hey, listen, if 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 I, I'm not much of a betting man, but Oral Roberts, they probably have some pretty good eyes. They probably have some long odds. Like if if they were to, you know, and and they've got a great team and putting up and putting up numbers, man. I mean. You know, so I wouldn't count them out. That's for sure. I would, I would, I would like you said, I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't count them out. I know Absolutely not. I wouldn't count them out. Even if they lose the first game, you can't count them out. Uh, no, no, because a mental toughness, like you said, that you, you got to have a mental toughness. Look at Josh. Josh just said, I'm riding with old Robbins. Hey, listen, that might be one bet I will take. On a dark horse, you know, yeah, and you'd be surprised because anytime, even if you win 40 games, you wouldn't, if you win 50 games, you have a pretty they're, good. I'm game. pretty sure they're 50, 51. They're yeah. 51 and Paul Roberts is pretty good damn ball club. 40's a good, a good season. 40's a good season, but 50 yeah. is a great season. You, you, you have some guys who are collectively doing it together and yep. playing for one another, and so. That, that that's 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 worth mentioning. So, hey, or Roberts, or Roberts would be well represented in Omaha. I can guarantee you that they would be well represented. Oh yeah, because you know the underdog in Omaha. You know, what I mean the the fans yeah. are gonna. You know, the fan yeah. the underdogs. Yeah. You know, that's who everybody's gonna. I mean, that's who all the other fans are gonna pull for when their team's not playing. Is old Roberts. Everybody likes to see an underdog, right? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, everybody likes to see an underdog. So, um, and you're right, Josh. You're right, Josh. Uh, and that's what we're talking about. They have a, anytime you have 50, 50 wins, that means they are playing for one another and they yeah. have great chemistry. Exactly oh, right yeah. There. I mean, they have 51 wins and only 12 losses. Over the entire season. So, I mean, listen, they are not going to be an easy out. Paul Roberts is not. And they can Do easily, not. easily. I can already see it. You, you're saying it. I'm seeing it. Man, Omaha, those, those fans, those baseball enthusiasts down there, they love Those Nebraska, those Omaha fans. Oh, yeah. The, you know, the, the yeah, absolutely. And that's They're going to be pulling. That's a beautiful scene. One day I'm going to make that. One day. That. I didn't yeah. put that on that's my a bucket phone. list thing for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Go down. Yeah, there. that's to, to make it to yeah. Omaha for the College World Series. That's yep. definitely a bucket list thing right there for sure. Super Bowl in Omaha. Those my two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To the Super Bowl yeah. in Omaha. Yeah, that's that's definitely a bucket list thing right there for sure. Yeah. I agree with you 100 percent on that one, man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 
All right. So before we move on from um, the bat sports, <laughs> I, I do want I do want to give a shout out to the Oklahoma women's softball team. Um, they win two the games in the in the final for the College World Series against Florida State. Um, they won like five to one, and I want to say, I want to say five to nothing or something. I can't remember now exactly. It was the uh, last Tuesday and Wednesday, I believe, were the games. Um, but they are maybe the most dominant team in NCAA sports right now. They have three peated. They won. 60 games to one loss. And how many in a row? How many in a row? 52 or 53 games in a row? Yeah. Yeah. And I heard some of the um, young ladies that have been interviewed was was saying to be actually to to stay in the moment. It It was staying in the moment. Uh, and, and all the pressure of this year, you know, staying the moment, you know, the journey, you know, it was it was it, it, it was a lot for them, and for them to accomplish a three-peat, listen, everybody doesn't win three championships in a row. I don't care what sport you're playing. You go you go look around college athletics, name me somebody that has a three-peat. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 unheard of. That like back to back to back. I've only heard what what was that? The Lakers? Did the Spurs do? I don't think, I don't think the Spurs no, did. Uh, Spurs didn't do it either. Who, uh, the Bulls? The Bulls won three in a row. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Uh, um, the Lakers never did it. I mean, the Boston Celtics obviously did it back in the day. Uh, Pittsburgh back Steelers, in the day, they did. Yeah. Did the Pittsburgh Steelers did steal curtain? Steal curtain one. I don't know if the Cowboys did the Cowboys win three in a row. I don't think I don't the Cowboys know. have ever won three in a row either. But Josh had the Cowboys, so I'm like, like you have to really think about like, I mean, you said oh, hold on, you said late. UCLA did. won seven in a row. Okay, uh, so uh, UConn in basketball, probably, UConn probably did it, but yeah, you UConn really girls think, probably done it. Yeah, you really have to think about. A- like, that is I'm not even sure that, like, Pat Summit at Tennessee won three. She won back-to-back yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys I'm, won back-to-back, I think. I, I think they went back-to-back. The Cowboys won three out of four. It, they yeah, won three out yeah. of four one time. They went back-to-back and then missed a year. Yeah, and missed a year and then, won, and then won again. They won three out of four one time, but they've never won. They've oh. never had a three-peat. That's tough, man. That is that that is tough, man. That just shows the the resilience and the dedication, and you have to be laser sharp focused every day. I mean, you know, like there no letdowns, you know. And that's pressure. That's pressure. That's pressure because every game for the opponent is their championship. You know, Every game. softball world was talking about Montana Fouts, I think is her last name. She was a pitcher with Alabama and talking about what, what great pitcher she was and her accomplishments and all this. But now I'm telling you right now, for a team 
to do what Oklahoma Sooners softball team just did to three-peat in the dominating fashion that they done it this mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. 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 is is incredible and and nearly unheard of. Man, that's in all of sports. Yeah, that's that, that, that's very remarkable. I and mean, like I said, I know Gino did it when he had those stellar teams. Um, I know, like I said, the Lakers and the Bulls, and you know, the, on the uh, collegiate the level, that, as far as three peats, the only thing I can remember, hard. Gino probably did it, and and the uh, UCLA done it in basketball. Bri- I know Brianna Stewart did it. Did she do it? I bet she did it three out of four years, right? I think she got upset one year when Brianna Stewart was at UConn. I remember Gino when he wore his, but that's – I mean, and then the Florida Gators, they went back-to-back. They went back-to-back. Yeah, they, they won two. Yeah. One, two <clears throat> which, which, which to me was a huge deal because I seen an interview with uh, Joe Kim Noah and Kevin Garnett, and he just said, you know, it, that second year they did it, it was – it wasn't as fun because it was more business. It was like you just pressure everybody. You know, pressure. everybody's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat. Something may have. I don't know. If she, and if and she to do that, I don't. I don't think if you go back and look, I, I'm not sure that she won back to back. Man, but I'm not sure that she ever three peated. I know Pat's. I know Pat Summit won back to back. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had to go back to those John Wooden UCLA days uh, uh, for somebody doing that. I think he had a run. He he had a two three year run. They won when they were under yeah. So yeah, they the, the, in the they won seven in a row. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. UCLA did. Man. They won, but yeah, shouts out. Yeah, <clears throat> Oklahoma girls. They it would never be. I don't think they'd be able to duplicate this again because uh, for three years, and not just, and then I read that the top pitchers going home. It transferring to Nebraska to play her. Uh, for, I, I forget. I, I, I want to say it. Oh, really? I just one of the top pitchers said they're going home just to you know finish out their collegiate career because. I don't think that you can just. I don't think you can strike lightning in the bottle in these months and four. I mean, golly, man. man! I mean, just dominant, dominant fashion the way that they've done it this year, and to already be back to back champs and to have that pressure and to do what they've done in the dominating fashion that they've done it is incredible. I mean, it just is, and you have to give them some props to. Uh, to their coach, to their coaching staff, to their organization, to, I mean, all their players, to their families, to keep those kids and those girls as dedicated and, I mean, you know, anybody and everybody. I mean, it just, it's an incredible feat. So I just wanted to bring it up. It was, it was. Kudos. Can't, can't, hey, kudos to that coaching staff. To, to keep those young ladies focused and and, and sharp, and, 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 and to, you see what I'm saying? The, the I mean, you know how it is to play. Training. You got to stay hungry. Yeah. Man, you gotta, <laughs> and they, yeah, because it's 
And, and these times, think oh. about this. We don't know about any NIL uh, name, image, and likeness for those ladies. You don't know what they've been doing. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure some of their stars are yeah. getting some, but I bet you every player on that team, I mean, maybe because – should have something for a team-wide. The teams they're yeah, on. Yeah, maybe, maybe because they're, yeah. they're such the stellar team. I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We're going to move on. I'm going to go – and we're going to talk about Howie Fresh for a few minutes at the Real Fresh channel. Um, try Always try to get something in for him while we are doing these shows. He is part of our Defend Boys team. And we are uh, featured on his channel. College Sportscast is on Sunday nights. But he has lots of other podcasts and features. He has a couple of shows, two or three shows himself. So I'll let him talk, and uh, y'all can hear from Howie. Hey, I am Hal Fresh here to tell you about The Real Fresh Channel. That's right, youtube.com slash The Real Fresh Channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different type of content. Uh, anything from college sportcast uh, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got you want to do what? We got the wrestling corner. We got live stream. Just go over to youtube.com slash the real fresh channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time. All right, guys. That was Howie Fresh with the Real Fresh channel. Like I said, he is the Defan Boys team that we are on, so I always try to get him in there. Y'all check him out at the Real Fresh channel on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next thing I'm going to get to real quick is I'm going to get to our True Victory. Y'all check out TrueVictory.com. Go there. You can also scan this QR code that's coming up on the screen. Scan this code, and you can go straight to the online shop. They have men's, women's, and accessories to shop with there. There's all kinds of stuff, so you can check them out. They they have they are a veteran-owned company, sportswear, and First responders and veteran-owned as well, and they are a great company. Have great gear. I have a shirt. I had it on last week uh, with with the show. The one of the shows I did. I think it was the one with Jason last week. I had it on, and uh, go there, get you some cool gear. You can buy you a gift card for Dad. Father's Day is Sunday. It's a digital gift card. You can buy you a gift card for Dad. Check it out. The gift cards are 10 25 50 and $100. And Dad can pick out whatever cool gear hat that he wants. So I just sent that to my dad. I just took it and sent it to him and said, hey, man, what do you want? Yep. I, I literally just. You can, you, can, you can buy that. You don't even have to buy something and have it shipped and all that. You can buy Dad a gift card. 
Use our code to fanboys for that 15% discount. You can buy dad a gift card. It's a digital one. You just give him the code for it, and then he can shop and do and buy whatever he wants. And you can do that for dad for Father's Day. It would be a great idea, great way to, to purchase something for dad. And you don't even have to worry about it getting there on time. So check it out. Scan the QR code. And do do a little bit of shopping. Hello. Don't forget, don't forget to use our code to fanboys for a fifteen percent discount. All right, I'm going to leave that up on the screen a little bit while we <clears throat> move on to our next segment of the show. So, a couple things that I want to talk about: the Big Ten. You know, we, we've talked about the SEC schedules. Ooh. The Big Ten this week, this past week, um, they come out with their 2024 and 2025 schedules. Talk to me, Brad. <laughs> yeah, they come out They come out with their schedules this week uh, for football. This is football, 2024, mm -hmm. 2025. And the reason why it's a big deal is because UCLA and U. See, and USC is joining the Big Ten, um, and they're doing away with divisions. I think everybody is. They're doing away with divisions. You got to. You got to. Yeah. And But they are going to a nine-game schedule. Now, here's what I don't like about the nine-game nine game schedule that hardly anybody talks about. So, nine-game schedule, one year – you get five home games and four away games. Mm. The next year you you get four home games and five away games. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it makes for a very unbalanced schedule throughout the league. Well, I would differ because if the first year you're getting five home games and four away games, and if you flip-flop, you're giving everybody a chance to host games. You see what I'm saying? Because well, you are. I mean, over the two years, it's balanced. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying is, is for that one season in 2024, there are some teams that have a really tough schedule with an extra, you know, with, with an extra – tough away game yeah yeah and then there are some teams who have their tough games all at home and have an easier away schedule well for that 2024 season well, so my, my issue with it is that each year if you look at each year individually mm -hmm. and you go up and down the balance of the conference mm -hmm. for that year to me, it's 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 pretty it's pretty unbalanced. It's like there's a big gap, if you ask me. Well, you do know with change, um, everybody is not going to feel like they have an advantage, and no matter what, it's going to be top teams. They're going to be bottom teams, and so each and every year, it's going to be a dogfight. Not only for the Big Ten, I've heard rumors about the Big Twelve. 
I mean, the, so the, UCLA, yeah. their twenty twenty four. I think it was the twenty twenty four um, season that I seen. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna be they're gonna need frequent flyer miles, man. I mean, they're going. First of all, they're going to Hawaii to start the game, start the season early in the season. Okay, mm-hmm. that's over fifty eight hundred miles. Then for this is round trip. Then their closest away Big Ten team is Indiana. Wow. Okay. That's their closest away trip is Indiana. It's over 3,600 round-trip miles. And their furthest one is Rutgers. I mean, can't y'all just wait to see Rutgers and UCLA play a football game? I Boy, mean, that's, that's, I, ooh, that's from – hey, I, I did that, Brad. I flew from, <laughs> from, from, from Phoenix to D.C., just yeah. to get back home. Yeah. So listen, I, 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 so you're talking. I think it's like fifty nine hundred, almost six thousand miles round trip from UCLA to Rutgers. That's tough. That's tough. For one weekend. That's tough. That's tough. Boy, 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 that's tough. Fly. I guess you'll fly in on a Friday night. And fly out. Saturday night or Sunday morning? I mean, yeah, you have to. You got to come in on a Friday. You have to come in on a Friday and leave out on a red eye on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, the Big Ten come out with their schedule. They're doing away with with uh, divisions, and they are going to a nine game schedule again. You get five home games one year, four the next, opposite, you know, four away, five away. Um, so, the, and they did release a two year schedule, 2024 and 2025. You can go online and check that out. You can find your team schedule if you are a fan of um, Nebraska or Illinois or Indiana or whoever that you may be a fan of, you can check out the schedules because the Big Ten did release their schedules this week. Football talk with Bo. What's up, Bo? We got Bo on. on I appreciate it, Bo. Bo is a part of the Let's Talk Sports and Sideline Sports deal, and I appreciate Bo being on with us. He's got a great football show. You can see there. Ball talk with Bo. <laughs> Bo knows football. <laughs> <laughs> nice drop. Nice drop. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, Bo knows football. That's for sure. Bo, check out our Victory Sportswear there. Use our fan boys. 15% off discount. We'd appreciate it. Um, it'll help us out. Get you some cool gear. Buy something for your dad. Father's Day's this weekend. Buy something for your dad. If you're a dad, buy something for yourself. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, listen. 
we us dads we don't we take care of everybody else everybody else i seen i seen a tweet today and it was from uh one of the one of the young ladies i follow it says and she said and i quote hey guys what kind of socks y'all want for father's day you see what i'm saying like yep. that's that's father's day mother's day it's page every kid oh i know what kind page. of elaborate and guys and yes. guys we're taking care of everybody else we don't do we don't do jack we don't buy nothing for ourselves hardly ever do you because i don't i can tell it's, you that i buy when i know i need to go somewhere and i'd be like you know what i don't have x i don't have y i don't have z <laughs> yeah. And then I have yeah. to go get something. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, you're right. You're right, man. Yeah, totally right. Anyways, scan the code, buy something for your for your father. Scan the code, buy something for yourself. Father's Day. There we go. Listen, Bo, to Bo, still Bo, cook Bo. for yourself. He hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> he hit the nail right on the head. That's Father's right. Day Bo. Is the only day that you end up grilling. Yep. Well, yep. You got a, You got a grill for yourself. <laughs> I can understand that. Dad, what are you grilling out today? What? Well, I, Mother's I, Day. I, I, we're taking her. We're taking her out to some special restaurant, classing it all up. Yep. And that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> As I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I really, I almost forget about Father's Day until you mentioned it. Like it probably would it's, it's this. It's this Sunday now. Yeah. <clears throat> Make sure I do yep. something nice for my pops, man. I'm gonna do something nice for my pops. Yeah, man. Seriously. I I just I actually found out in the last few days that my dad's gonna be out of town. So um mm. he's going he's going to see um so my my stepmom has a grand has has a granddaughter that's graduating high school. Okay. And they live in New Jersey, so they're yeah. behind, you know, they they go to school later and and stuff like that. Start back mm-hmm. later. Um, so the, her graduation is this coming week, and Judy missed her older sister's graduation, and she don't want to miss this one. So Dad promised her that he would take her up there, but it just so happens that it's the week well, of Father's Day. So anyway, for my dad, I want to say Happy Father's Day. So. Down. Hopefully, he'll have a safe trip back and forth. No doubt. I mean, Bo says, what do you say there? Said he's in, oh, he's in Seattle. <clears throat> I know somebody in Seattle. Yeah, he said I'll probably be on the grill. All right, man. I'll send some my way. <laughs> send some my, my way. All right, so he's talking about some football stuff. Act 12. Are they actually going to finish a TV deal? Man, listen, when I heard Colorado involved, listen, my guy Dion, 
They can get it done. You know, I think that would be uh Are they actually there's even today, this morning, there was uh on three guy that come out and was talking about that he he really thinks that they're getting close and that they might finish a deal before the end of June. I, I think um, with, with with everything going on, and once again, this is the Dion effect. It is. So Dion's helping says. push all this stuff. Yeah, it's, it's and the they say they're getting close to that 31.6 million mark. And the reason why 31.6 million is important is because that is what the TV share was for the Big 12 when they signed their deal last year. So the share, this is after Texas and Oklahoma leave the Big 12. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The, they, the Big 12 made a big splash and signed a deal, TV deal, that the teams will get a $31.6 million share that are remaining in the Big 12. Man. Now, 12 has been trying for fifth months to get a deal together, had all kinds of stuff falling short, and now there's rumors that they are using some streaming services to finish up their deal. You know, most of the time, you look at ESPN or CBS or NBC or Fox or one of the big networks. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. talk that Apple TV and Amazon and wow. a few other streaming service people are in on the Pac-12 deal. They have not released any numbers yet. But the magic number that everybody is trying to see is that $31.6 million. And the reason why that's important is be, a whole lot of it is because of Dion. Hey, because hey. Dion has already been saying Colorado is ready to jump ship and go to the Big 12 depending on what he sees out of the Pac-12 TV deal. At, at, at the end of the day, you need a polarizing figure to uplift the Pac-12. You got to have it because if you're losing teams from, like, like you said, if they don't, it'd be the Pac-9. You're right. Because if you're losing teams, listen, because Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, color like you just got on here, Colorado will move to the Big, to, to the big 12. Yeah. Colorado yeah, I, could I, do that. Enjoying that, and, and and that could easily be, easily be done because the way, with all the money that is being thrown around in collegiate sports, man, listen, if if, if you don't get it done, you are gonna lose Colorado, and then you you gonna lose the wild. Oh, so Arizona is supposed to be in a package deal with Colorado if things mm-hmm. don't work out right. So exactly. Here's the deal. If they don't hit that magic number or right at that magic number of 31.6 million um, per team share, mm-hmm. the Pac-12's in trouble. Major. But now here and, and, and by trouble, I mean trouble of a banishing. 
is what I'm talking about. So now, all teams, yeah, all teams. Yeah, yeah, because Arizona State's probably going to go with them. Utah is probably going to go with them. All right, and the and the Big Ten is ready to pounce on Oregon and Washington and Stanford, and you know they're ready to pounce on these teams. So the Pac-12 is going to go. I don't this think the way Pac- quick. I don't, I don't. I don't think the Pac-12 the, the, the Pac-12 wants to lose. They're uh, actually they've yeah. been saying they're building a little bit of power back right now. San Diego State has made no secret that they want in to the Pac-12. I can see All that. Right? I mean, San Diego it, it, State, they're, they're, right, there. No they're right there. They're, they're right, right there. They're right there. San Diego State has been has been clamoring to be able to join and leave the Mountain West and join the Pac-12. And there is talk, and I don't know if – the, if it's quite as done as the San Diego State deal, but there's talk that SMU out of Dallas might be that mm. second team and tap into the Dallas market with yeah, SMU right. as that because they need two teams to to be Pac-12. You know, I mean, yeah. they don't have yeah. to, but there's talk that. SMU at a and be and tap into the Dallas market might be that second team. As, that, that, that is major for SMU. They have to do that because they're going to be look at Texas, Texas Tech, TCU. They're Baylor. all they're all in the Big Twelve. Yeah, except yeah, because Texas is going to the SEC, but you yeah. still have Texas Tech. Like said, Baylor, you have Baylor, you have TCU, uh, and I'm missing one more, but uh, SMU obviously. So SMU doesn't want to just be in a conference for basketball; they want to be in a football conference, like you said, because the yep. ones they're in a, in a top conference, they can recruit. And that's the name of the game. You know, we talk about it all the time. The name of the game is not X and O's; it's Jimmys and Joes. So you got to get those Jimmys and Joes in there to your program, and you have to give them a reason to want to come to SMU. You know, if we're not playing in this borderline uh, basketball quote unquote conference, and you're playing in a dominant football conference, you're going to get football players. SMU would benefit being in the Pac-12. Major, yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, the SMU has always tried to be a powerhouse in, in football, cheated to do it when they needed to a long, long time this, ago. This, Got killed for it, that. too. You we, know, we talked about that a long time. We talked about yeah, that. Like, you know, the Pony uh, Express. I, I, listen, was the last I love the Pony Express. Okay. <laughs> I was a little kid. I didn't know. I just saw it on the football field, and they were freaking awesome. I love yeah, Tony yeah. Dorsett. I still, to this day, he's one of my all time favorites. So Eric Dickerson was one of those guys. I mean, did I say Tony? Eric Dickerson is what I, I, I meant know, to say. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. We talked about. It. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, Eric Dickerson is one of my all-time favorites. I don't know why I said Tony Dorsett. He was Pittsburgh. I, don't, I know where he played ball. Anyways, I, I got a phone call and got distracted, so I was trying to see who it was. Eric Dickerson's one of my all-time favorites. I loved him when I was so. Um, 
I loved him at SMU. I mean, so Dixon's definitely one of my all-time favorites. And I I really do think that if SMU could get in the um, Pac-12, I think that would be a huge, huge thing for them. All right, Bo is still on with us. What does Bo say about some of this Pac-12, Big 12 talk we've been saying here? Get it up on the screen where I can see it a little better. If those are the additions, it'll be hard for the Pac-12 winner to be a legit shot at the national title going undefeated. You know, listen, the Pac-12 is at a loss. I mean, they're losing the Los Angeles market. They're losing USC and UCLA. So, you know, they're in a bind, Bo. I mean, they, um, San Diego State is clamoring to be in the Pac-12. I actually think it would be a great addition. They play decent football. They have a great Last 10, 12, 15 years, basketball program. Made the national title game last year. Um, SMU, I don't know. I'm hearing that that, that might be um, who they're going after is what I'm hearing. Josh says SMU to the, to the Big 12. Wouldn't that make more sense? Listen, yes. But there's already a whole bunch of Texas teams in the Big 12. And maybe SMU, SMU's always been a little different. I can actually see them wanting to hold that Texas market in their own league without all the other Texas teams. It kind of makes a little sense to me on that side of it for SMU. Um, They've always been the oddball out. SMU in Texas. They've just been that team and been the oddball out. SMU has. And if they can find their way as a power team in another power conference and and be the the leader of that conference for the Texas market, I think that would be attractive to them. That that's that's just my opinion. Um but I followed ball uh, all my life, and if if I was a betting man, I I would think that that would be attractive to SMU. All right, so then we're going to move on real quick and do a touch um, with. The NC, the new NCAA president Charlie Baker, um, was in Washington D.C. with a group of SEC coaches and leaders and administrators and a bunch of other um, administrators and, and coaches and stuff as well. And they were they were in Washington D.C. Charlie Baker is doing his best to get the House and Senate to. Uh, work on some bills. I did write an article about this on stadiumrant.com. Talk about the powerful leaders um, are headed to Washington, D.C., so check that out. 
Um, I just wanted to bring it up. Charlie Baker is a ex-Massachusetts governor, and he is now the new NCAA president. Um, and he was hired with the hope that he might be able to he might be able to bring some, you know, some power back to the NCAA. What they're trying to do is they're trying to get some legislation formed so that the NCAA again has more power where it's not left to each state separately and it, it is a uh, unified um, effort that the NCAA can stand over top of each state and it be all one instead of 50 separate government states saying they can do this and they can do that. So I wanted to bring that up on the show tonight real quick. Um, kudos to Char Charlie Baker, who's trying to uh, quote unquote govern this, but but I will say, and like I told you, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be very very hard to to bring uh, the legislative in and try to uh, govern what's going on because. They can probably succeed on, hey, it's a cap. This is the amount of money. That this is the max amount of money that can be given to a player. But you're still going to deal with guys, quote, unquote, under the table. You're still going to deal with that, Brad. It's still going to be a situation. Listen, that you got you got people like SMU that's always trying to break the rules. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's one of them situations. Um I think that it needs to be um, Dern, Kansas. I mean, SMU. <laughs> I, I can say this: there needs to be a um, uh, a cap on what the ceiling is for the top tier one percent guys that you know are going to the league, and you want to make sure you take care of. Um, there has to be kind of like they did with the uh, NBA rookies. Because, uh, you know, back in the day with the NBA rookies, they used to come in and hold out for massive amounts of money until they did a rookie scale. Until so they did I the rookie scale, yeah. 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 I think it needs to be a scale, not only a scale, but a trust. Okay, we're going to put this in trust. And so once you leave college, you can get all this, meaning graduate or going pro, this is your money. We're going right. to give you some of this, but we're going to put this money into a trust. So when you leave college, when your college eligibility is over, this is your money. You see what I'm saying? So I, I can, I can think, I, I, I can, I can see that happening. You know, give them a percent, a percentage of their money that they can earn. Because if not, and you care, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's going to be it, like he and like, like Josh just said, it's going to get out of control. It's already out of control because it is. Yeah. It absolutely is out of control. And I actually, you know, we had a debate about this last week, and I don't want to get into a big debate. I just last week I didn't really bring up Charlie Baker's name. I, you know, I, I just wanted to give him a little bit of a shout out that um, he is working and he is the NCAA president now. And he is hoping 
um, to be able to unify things a little bit more and to be able to get a unified um, situation where they can empower some rules and and regulations and stuff like that. So um, I wanted to give that a shout out. I do have our merch shop up on the screen right now. You can scan that QR code, use watch CS cast for a 15% discount code on our own college sports cast merch shop. We have about 10 or 12 shirts there and a couple of coffee mugs and things to check out. So uh, check those out. If you're a softball or volleyball, um, women's basketball, basketball, baseball, football fan, we've got a shirt for you. So check those out. Um, and again, scan that QR code, take you straight to our shop. Use the code watch. CS cast to get a 15% discount. All right. So a couple of things real quick on basketball side of things. I wanted to bring up with you, Jason, they are changing the block charge rule to what? In college basketball. Thank goodness. What, what are they doing? What are they doing? So from, they passed it where basically once you leave your feet, a guy can't run up under you and, and, and no, the defensive guy can't run up under. Yeah. And, and get the charge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, which I think is the right call to make the chart. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. Jason's the ex-NCAA college basketball player, not me, okay? But I've been a basketball fan and coached a long time in my, and played and coached a long time in my life. Basketball is basketball. I think, I think that the block charge rule in college basketball right now is about the ugliest, most – Crazy missed call sports, period. I I just I'm an old school guy. Jason knows this. I'm an old school guy in the old school way of, of setting a charge. You had to have two feet down, not Moving your feet and you got your chest over in front of somebody, <laughs> and I'm gonna get a and I'm gonna get a charge. No doubt. I mean, no doubt. I, I just I absolutely hate the way the block charge is called in today's game. There is nothing that drives me more insane than watching sports and having a call like that. I can't stand how you can. You know, just slide over. Here I go. I'm taking a charge, y'all. I mean, I just, you know, I, I can't I can't stand it. It blows my mind the way it happens in today's game. You know, you should have to be there. Mm -hmm. I hope this actually helps the block charge call because according to what the, the way this is written – 
it says that you have to be in place and you have to be there before the offensive player leaves his feet. I think that uh, it's a situation that, you know, it's a bang, bang play. Sometimes it's a bang, bang play, right? And you have, you, you have to determine if the defender is there before. And so what's going to happen? Mark my word, Brad, and I'm never wrong, but I might be wrong. It's going to be a situation that a lot of kids, it's going to be a lot of replays with this particular call. It's going to be a lot of replays because they're going to have to go to the monitor and, and, and get the call right. Because if a guy jumps and one official calls a and the other one calls them, they're going to have to go to the replay. It's, it's going to prolong the game. And hopefully it doesn't take long for them to see that. But this call will always be subjective to let's go to the monitor. Let's go to the monitor. Let's go to the monitor. Well, but so they're, they they're going to right. go to the monitor for uh, goaltending more often now too. Okay. I'm a, I'm a component of – Make sure you get the call right because one play can change the course of a game. You're talking about it can, but man, I'm gonna tell you, it has really prolonged the game. Like some of these basketball games anymore, college games are two and a half hour blocks. And they used and they used to be like an hour and fifty, hour and fifty-five minutes, you know, hour and fifty minutes. But like time. some of these games are damn near two hour and thirty minute blocks for a college but, basketball game. Right. But, now. but when you look at it, Brad, like you don't want to be in a situation you lose a game because of an official. You know, every game is critical. Think about if you're an NCAA double, uh, team. Man, on put a timer on some of these. That's some of that's some what, that, of that these. That's what needs to be done. You're right. Some of these things, like it takes them seven, eight minutes before they come back with a decision. Like you need a minute and a half. You need a full time. Like, come out. on, that's man. It. I mean, yeah, you need a full time out. The, the the course of a full time a full time out is normally a minute um, in college. It might be a minute ten. Yeah, a minute and a half, yeah. two yeah. minutes tops. Top, if top. you can't, if you can't figure it out in two minutes, then I mean, let's move on. Blow yeah, let's move on. It is, yeah. it is inconclusive. Let's go. Right, yeah, absolutely. Because some of this stuff in the college basketball game last year, you're watching these games, and they interrupt the game. I mean, hell, you can go. These kids can go take a shower and come back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's it's just that long. They have to warm up and say, "You're right." You're exactly I mean, right. like, come on, man. Yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Like, I just I remember watching a few games this year, and I'm like, unbelievable. I mean, yeah. how in the world can they stop? And I'll tell you another thing that I do not like about the replay. While we're talking about it, mm-hmm. I do not like that they allow the coaches to use the replay as an extra timeout. Well, you, and then you just said it now. If, if, if they're taking seven to eight minutes, 
I agree with you on that one. <laughs> How can you not use it as a timeout? How can you not use it? I, I agree with you on that one, but it should be much quicker than that, and you should not allow – because I noticed like late in the game, especially there were some few games in the tournament. I mean, you're talking about tournament games where a team is out of timeouts, and they're – and they're stopping to play like three times in the last two minutes, four times in the last two minutes. And it's, you know, three or two or three, four minutes each time. And they're allowing these coaches and these teams to use that stoppage as a timeout. And I just don't like that. It's an advantage. I, that's why we say a minute and a half because – if they're gonna use it and give them a timeout, that's all they need. A minute, minute making decision. Everybody looking at their camera, the camera view. Hey, let's make a quick decision and keep the game going. Like you said, keep the game going. Bo, I appreciate you being on with us tonight. He's got a comment here. I was gonna throw up here. This was about uh, the NI stuff, I believe. I agree with him. I agree with him. I agree. I, I would like to see it. Rule go away for kids that aren't getting in access to allow the, the old D1 kids to make. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially football. Um, yeah. 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 You know, hey, if, if guys want to go and be professionals, I don't listen. If you can do, if baseball and tennis and soccer, you can turn pro at 14, 15, I say go for it. But, Football is a different type of sport. It's yeah, it's, sport. yeah, absolutely. I don't know if it's been cleaned you. up over the, over the past couple years. It's been cleaned up, but I would like to see the rule change for football players from three years to two years. I think you have a much more exciting college football product because they know if they can leave out of their sophomore years, yes, and then you'll get guys coming in less banged up. You know, they'd be able to, you know, go through those uh, medical uh, examinations a little, little bit more better. You know, a lot of them are damaged goods before they even get to the NFL. And so, you know, I, I would like to see – I would like I to see, see that too. And, I just yeah. – it will it would hurt the college game quite a bit, and that would, that, I, that would I be a little sad, hurt. I, 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 I don't think it would hurt it. I don't think it would hurt it because now you would have kids choosing to go to schools and staying at and just waiting their chance to get their two years done, three years instead done. Of, instead of all the transfer stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, think about yeah. it. If, if I could play a good two years, if you're giving, you can do one and done in the in the college in the college basketball area. Why not be able to do two, football? Because a lot of people will sit out a whole year, or love to get red shirted. So you know, right. I got up on the screen. We're part of Let's Talk Sports, and they are now uh, part of Sideline Sports. So we're being featured there. There is a stream.com channel that uh, Let's Talk Sports and Sideline Sports has put together. Check it out, Sideline Sports, stream.com. And College Sportscast is at some point in time going to be featured on there. Uh, Bo that is with us, I think, is one of the uh, um, one of them that's going to be featured on that channel as well. And uh, I appreciate him being on with us tonight. I want to uh, 
give him a shout out there. Shout out there um, for Let's Talk Sports and Sideline Sports. Again, that was strim.com. You can check it out, um, a sideline sports channel. We are College Sportscast. We are on on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central. And in season, we're on on Sundays at 3 p.m. Central time on Sunday afternoons. Um, since the last few weeks, uh, we've not been doing our Sunday shows. Uh, we're winding down our season. Uh, season one, matter of fact, I think this is episode 120. I'm pretty sure, Jason. Um, I think this is episode 120. You can uh, scan our code there to the right of the screen, by the way, for, for our swag. And check out our merch shop there. Uh, but I'll get to this. So we're winding down season one. Uh, we've got... I believe four more shows when college baseball is over. We're going to do a recap show and a celebration show for season one on two weeks from tonight, June 27th. And then we're going to take a short break. We're not going to take a long break. Um, SEC media days is coming up in July. We have a summer series that we're going to do for that for SEC media days. And then in August, each Tuesday, starting on August 1st, each Tuesday night, we will do a preview and breakdown of the five major conferences. Start with the Pac-12, and we will go Big Ten, ACC, Big 12, and SEC in consecutive Tuesday nights. And then... At the end of August, we'll be back full, full, full bore season two um, for football, basketball, and baseball. So we, pre- we appreciate all the fans that's been with us this year um, and, and stayed with us this year. Jason joined us like in November, and we appreciate Jason being on with us, man. And, uh, I hope everybody has a great night, and we will see you on Thursday. We will do a College World Series preview show, and we will preview those matchups that we talked about earlier um, for the College World Series on Tuesday, plus some news and updates as well. On uh, I said Tuesday, on Thursday, on Thursday night. I can't ever get days right, so <laughs> – Hey, shout out to Football Talk with Bo. You know, yep. I see, hey, shout out and, to, and Joshua Hardo as well for joining us and everybody else who joined in. Even though you didn't comment, man, we always appreciate any feedback, any dialogue that we can get because it makes the show go. And we appreciate everybody who tunes in and who subscribes and who, who uh, scans the code. I mean, we, we, we're very appreciative to everyone. And look, Season two is absolutely Tino. Tino was around tonight. Appreciate Tino being on. He's part of the Real Fresh channel. And then we got mm-hmm. Joshua on with us tonight. Always appreciate Joshua being on with us. He's a huge Kentucky fan and 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 part uh, and part of our show. And then football talk with Bo. We appreciate Bo being on with us tonight. So uh, you guys have a great night. We will see you on Thursday.
for our College World Series preview and more show. All right.